When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 444. Happy New Year to y'all. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company's senior SEO, Scott Fanak. And yes, I know, I sort of dated this. This is uh, the first show of 2023, uh, and that doesn't always apply. Some of the stuff is evergreen, but, you know, we get into new, so I figure, what the hell. I hope you're all doing well and you had a great holiday. Um, we certainly did, and we're struggling to get back into the work mind again. Um, it's funny, my coach, uh, Chris Ward, uh, she's excellent, by the way. If anyone needs a coach, K-R-I-S, and then Ward, W-A-R-D. Anyway, um, she helps me find ways to make my, my business more efficient and give me more time in my day. We were talking about the work that we all do right before the holidays and how she calls it snow banking. Um, and that's when you are just, it's like you're digging out a walk. She lives in, in the far North here, so it makes sense. Uh, you're digging out your path to your car. You're just piling up the snow on either side. This is what we do before we're going on holidays. We're just rushing to get everything done. And then it's piled up. And that pile is the work we have to do when we get back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we don't really care because, yay, we're going on holiday. It'll get done later. And then when we get back, we both have the depression of, oh, holidays are done. We're no longer enjoying things as much as we might have before. And then number two, we've got this snowbank. And number three, we have whatever's also happened over the holiday. And number four, Google's probably released another update that's screwing us. And they <laughs> so, did. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I really like that analogy. And it's so true. I've been feeling like that. I didn't put a lot off. I've got a wall of things to do, but that's always the case on my little list. But um, it is, it's another thing. It's kind of like I, using a, a computer analogy. I, it's like I've cleared all my memory banks. I'm fresh. It's like a brand new, everything's there. I'm, I'm thinking again, I relaxed. And then I get back to work. And I'm like, oh God, and I look at the wall and I start to have to fill them all in again with all the things I need to do. And then I have to start calculating where all I need. It's like all of a sudden I'm starting, it's heating up again. <laughs> overheating on some days 
and uh, I'm just trying to get by. And I know, you know you're probably in the same thing. We just get so happy. And then we work again. It's the way it is, right? Unless uh, you're independently wealthy. doesn't matter what career you're doing. If you take time off, you've got to, I don't know, get back into it at some point. And that's getting tough. Yes. And want to say thank you to you, Scott. Uh, 20 years you've been with uh, Stepforth and working with me. My God, man, what is wrong with you? That's almost half my life wasted. <laughs> no. no, sorry. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Unfiltered. Fingers are crossed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in awe. Uh, I remember the day I met you, uh, that first interview, and it's just, it does not seem like 20 years ago. Yeah, the, the key to lasting 20 years is to have nobody to replace you. That's that's how yes, it works. Yeah. Yes. Be the yeah. only one that applies for a job, you get the job, and then, <laughs> you know, people meet Ross. And No, I, I was going to say a bad joke, but I think that's inappropriate. So I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. And uh, <laughs> He'll just share it with me later. I will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah we just we get along really, really well. And and it's it's the old adage um and i know not, i know not everyone agrees with this but running and running a business um i hire people i would love to go for a beer with and i would love to go with a beer with scott with uh, go for a beer with scott at any time we have a good time we chat it's just laid back it's awesome and i i can say that about every single person that's on staff all great people so not easy to do no no but uh so glad you're still on. Thank you. Yeah, maybe another, I'd say another 20, but I, I would like to retire at some point. So I don't know if 20 more is necessarily possible. Well, you've we'll already see. lost all your hair since I met yeah, you. Yeah, so. there's not much, no, no hair left to lose. So got that our hair, arm hair. We'll, yeah, we'll see if we can go another 20. I'll retire on my 40th anniversary with the company. There <laughs> you go. There's my notice. I don't have to work that much longer. I, I'm giving you my official 20 years notice. There you <laughs> yeah. go. All right. Well, that was uh, longer than normal. Uh, segue into work here. Let's, so let's jump into some SEO news and talk about more about the December Google updates. Why don't you fill us in? Yeah. So uh, of course this happened uh, right before Christmas, but uh, you know, what else is new? Uh, there were two updates in December that took place. There was another Google helpful update, which started on December 5th. And there was the December 2022 link spam update. I hate these names. I miss the animal names. Anyways. Uh, and do and they feel helpful? No. Well, I don't know. I guess they're <laughs> I descriptive. I guess they're, I guess they're probably they're trying to make them be. sound so positive. If we called it the turtle update, which these ones should both be called turtle updates because we're over a month since they started and they're still going on. They are not finished. So the tur turtle update one and, and slug update, I don't know. That's what they should be called. <laughs> um, yeah. So these, these updates are still rolling out and uh, there's been some turmoil. I think it was early in January. Uh, people were reporting things were all volatile. Things were volatile on I want to say December 26th, I think I, I saw. I was I was busy having fun. I didn't notice on that day myself, but uh, things are kind of crazy. Um, you know, if I look at our own clients, I don't see, you know, I see some movement here and there, but nothing to be concerned of. So that's and that's usually the way it goes. But uh, yeah, if you're concerned about these updates, you got to wait longer because they're not finished. And uh, there's even some chatter. Somebody thought, uh, it might have been Barry who said that, oh, was it Barry? I don't know, it doesn't matter that it may actually be the beginning of another update occurring right now, rather than the ending of these ones, but there hasn't been a lot about that. So I don't know. It's just an update mess. And, uh, and that's and where that's small. at. Like I've been looking at um, discussions, mostly on Barry's on search engine Roundtable, and seeing more just out of curiosity, but seeing the uh, instability in 
the, the indexes and it's significant. Like search terms are all over the map, man. Like it's, this isn't just a subtle little background update. They're making some major impacts. In fact, we have a question today about something along those same lines. So we'll get to at the end of the show. Um, yeah. So this is, this is making, this is definitely causing people to lose money and I hope they didn't decimate any, um, innocent businesses over the holidays. Yeah. It's happened before. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things we talked about in the past is about, um, uh, review content and, uh, how Google was really kind of hammering down on affiliate sites and people writing reviews that were shallow and, and thin and really just regurgitated what other people had worked hard to create to create. And they only had a link to single affiliate like Amazon, usually Amazon. Um, and that's it. Um, it was thin as heck and really didn't offer much value to Google. Well, this is an interesting little uh, piece uh, on search engine roundtable round table again. And uh, Alan Kent from Google, a new name I've not heard before, uh, said that when you look at, if you were to compare two pieces of content, all, all else is created equal. All the other factors about the websites and pages are created equal. And one review page included only one link to an affiliate, an affiliate link to one site where you could buy this product. And the other had two links, let's say, or more to various vendors. If all else were created equal, the one with multiple links would likely do better in results. That's interesting. Uh, I think that's uh, some uh, good input. I, I'm not sure how much of an impact that has, but uh, like, but I, I do think it's it's good. It's going to make some of this re this review these review garbage sites a little more honest if they want to stay alive. So that's good. I find it interesting. Usually when people from Google talk about things that might help with SEO, they they don't use the words like in this case, he had said you might get a small boost. You don't hear stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they say that, you know, this is good for SEO or this is helpful or whatever. But this is like almost like saying do this because we're going to rank you higher. Whereas this is going to help give you points, whatever, um, which is weird because they don't usually use words like that. But like you said, I've never heard of Alan Kent before. I don't know if he's a, a name we're going to see a lot more of if he's. Um, I haven't researched who he is, so he's, but he's from Google apparently. So maybe he needs to be on the show. Maybe he does. We've had Martin, we've had John a few times. Yeah. Why not? Alan, if you're listening, who are you? And do you want to come on the show? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next piece is about AI. And this is an article I was reading about. I'm a, a fan of AI tools for content, but I'm also... I think it's at the school of hard knocks working in this industry for so long. It's very clear when anything becomes easy to do uh, in SEO, it's going to get hammered down fast because there's going to be people who over who abuse it and Google will hate it and blah, blah, blah. Well, in this case, you know, since content writers have come out with uh, AI content writers, a lot of people have been churning out garbage content. Frankly, they're not bad to read. They look okay. Um, sometimes even great. Um, but the problem in Google's perspective is that this content is regurgitated from other sites. It's technically not 
original because the content is and the sentiment, all the information is not new, nothing new. No new ideas, no. No, and they can identify it. They, it's pretty clear using uh, uh, AI checking tools that this is being this has been written by AI. I was kind of skeptical about that, but I've been checking a few, and yeah, they're pretty darn accurate. Um, now, <laughs> as predict a bit, as you would predict, Jasper.ai, which is my favorite tool, um, and I think the leader in the industry in terms of a paid platform. Um, put out a sponsored post on search engine land discussing this very thing. And just like in the old days when link building companies were getting hammered, you know, link building companies would put out an article saying, well, you know, link building isn't always bad. These are different ways you should do it. Don't do the bad way. You know, we know people, some people will, whatever, yeah. don't do it the bad way. This is a good way to do it. <laughs> They're spinning it a bit. Um, Jasper.ai put out something similar. Um, now, I don't think it was in the same uh, overly protective perspective. I think they're saying that, look, anyway, it was by the same idea though, is that, you know, don't have your content completely written by AI. If you're going to do that, it's going to be lower quality because even though it'll look great, it is regurgitated in some way or another. And even though it's not identical to other pages, it will be thin. They're suggesting it, that you use it, some of their tools, which are really cool, by the way, um, use it to help you start sentences. So you can put in a topic and say, start writing and it'll start writing. And it will give you some great ideas on how to kick off that content, which I know I can say with hundred percent confidence is one of my biggest problems when I'm starting writing, getting that beginning going is hard. So that's good. Um, it can help you out when you're stuck. Let's say you're writing and you run to a paragraph and you want to say something and you can't find that word. Well, use a Jasper to start writing. There's a plugin, allows you to do this. It's really cool. Um, no matter what, though, quality is going to be everything. I believe, and it's pretty clear that Google wants this. If you're going to use anything like this, make sure the content is phenomenal at the end. And that's going to require a fair amount of work on your part, making sure that you have your own sentiment in there, that you are discussing um, points that aren't just regurgitated online. You're putting in imagery. You're using examples that are personal or uh, business related that other people wouldn't see. These are things that add value. Um, and then you can use AI to push it up, make it a little better. Maybe rewrite something you wrote that you just don't feel sounds good, whatever. Uh, so I, I like that perspective. I think they did a good job of this article. Again, it's called, here's how Google's helpful content update is going to make AI better. If you wanna find it on search engine land, just type in Jasper within their search box. Now. Um, I just want to leave it with this question. And this is what I'm going to be watching out for. Will Google ignore or devalue writing that's created by AI, even if it's great or good quality? Um, it could be a mixture of custom writing our own and AI, you know, AI supported. How much are they going to be, you know, what kind of penalty? I, I didn't want to use that word. Are they going to be devaluing that content? because there's an aspect of AI involved. I hope not, because I think it is a really helpful tool. And if we can push out great content, that's all that matters. What are your, what are your thoughts, Scott? Yeah, I basically agree fully with that. I mean, there's a place for AI content and if it's quality content, yeah, like what difference does it make who created it? As long as it's relevant and topical and factual yeah. and you know, it, does it matter? Why does it matter? Who cares? Well, I'm being clear. 
too yeah. that this isn't the current the content's not all ai it's a yeah. mixture right it's, well even it's, still even more reason to let it let it happen yeah but i mean they're it. doing this detection and if they detect one paragraph a significant one perhaps that looks like it has been written by ai what's going to happen to that content that page even if it's great yeah maybe you know it won't contest it's competing competing page uh, a competitor's page that appears not to have been written in ai i hope not because i think it comes down to how many readers you have the quality and i think i can rely on google sticking to that path <sighs> but i don't know i think they're gonna if we if they follow their normal path they're gonna hammer it down say no one do this and then later on they'll get all soft and say it's okay to do a little bit just like link building yeah. So they're going to ignore it, right? Just like link building. You cannot do this and, you know, send us disavow files. Well, we're going to remove your site. We're going to hurt you. And then over time, it's now we just ignore that. Yeah. Or they'll add their own set of rules. Okay, you can use AI-driven content, but you got to follow these steps or you have to disclose it at the top. Say this is written by a bot or, you you know, it's almost like the rel equals no follow. You're going to have to add a, a, a content equivalent that oh, says rel equals don't read. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be rel equals bot content. I don't know. Something. They're, I bet they will. I bet they'll put some kind of means where they want you to disclose where that content was created or as the, the author tagline. that came over me equals. when you said that was immense. Does that mean I, I'm probably right? <laughs> oh, I hope not. I hate their stupid tags. It's yeah. weak and lazy in my opinion. It's them just trying to make things difficult and their system should identify. So from the beginning, they should have just ignored links that they thought were fake, but no, they wanted to make a statement. And it wasn't just for a month or two. It was for over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Rant. <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the character limit for headlines. This is exciting stuff. Ooh. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company, Senior SEO, Scott Vanak. All right, lead away with this exciting piece of content. It's so exciting that if you need to check your phone real quick, you go right ahead while I talk. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. That's bad, right? Okay. So uh, previously in uh, your structured markup, your headline for a given article was capped at 110 characters uh, at least that's what Google wanted. And now they have removed that character limitation. So they're now saying uh, there's no hard character limit. Instead, we recommend that you write concise titles as long titles may be truncated on some devices. So quite simply, if your headlines are a little bit too long, you don't have to worry about it anymore. So these are like the main article headlines and they appear in your structured markup. And, and yeah, I mean... I don't know how many people even probably knew there was a 110 character limit, but if you didn't know, you can continue to not know because it doesn't matter anymore. You know what? This is when I would think John Carcutt would have jumped in. and He, he would have like, a lot to is, say about it. Yeah, this would have been, this is probably really good news for new day, news agencies because it can be difficult to squeeze everything in. And if it's just a few characters off, that's probably a good thing. Although I think he would also be very frustrated by not having some kind of limit. Yeah, it, yeah, I do like limits to a degree. 110 yeah. characters is pretty good. I mean, it doesn't sound huge, but I mean, you think the, the average title tag is, uh, you know, 60, 65 character is where you're supposed to cut that off. This is almost double that. So if you've got a headline for an article, 
that's more than 110 characters, you should probably reconsider it anyways. Or you're getting pretty long. There's probably no reason True. to have one that's quite that long. I mean, that could be, well, I was going to say a dozen words, but it could be longer than that. I'd be really- the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It depends. It depends. It depends on what words you're using. <laughs> but line. Yeah. It, it really is. It, it, you know, take a shot. Every time we say it, you're, you're not going to walk home tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I'm not a, I don't love character limitations, but they do make sense in a lot of cases. And it is nice to have that guideline because you often yeah. will get, uh, get clients asking, well, how long should this be or that be? And it's nice to say, you know, an actual answer that makes sense rather than it depends, you know, yeah. just tell them, you know, here are your limitations, stay within them. So, and you know, John, go again, probably would just say at the end of this, we probably won't change anything because a few yeah. characters, if it's still within their judgment, Maybe they'll make it 113 in-house, yeah, you know, in totally. their own systems, just for a little move, a little room. But yeah, well, then can you go to 115? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stretch well, exactly. the boundaries a bit. Yeah, well, they have it cut off probably in their systems, but who knows? And then different outlets probably have different. Um, and we're speaking of news here now. Um, news feeds have different cutoffs too. Perhaps who knows? Anywho, yeah. So there's a fun little. Data yeah. fact, I don't know. And Google search is testing search. In video. In video. Yes, <laughs> I just love that though. I should have like, left that out. And you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> haven't they been doing that for, I don't even know, 20, 20 some years? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So this is kind of neat. And I want to see it, but I haven't seen it. So they've only been piloting it in India. Apparently some people have seen this in the US. Google is testing the ability to search for spoken words within video. So you do a search inside the, the search result page, you see a video. And I, I my impression is you have to click on the video, it opens in another page, and then there's a search button underneath that that you can click on to search for words spoken within the context of the video. <clears throat> and then it gives you links to different anchor points within that video. So that's pretty cool. Um, I, of course, haven't seen it because I am not in India. So I know it's a surprise, right? I know. Totally. You, know, you thought to I was send in... you to India so you can test yeah. it. Yeah. All these, you know, 20 years later, you thought I was in an Indian call center this whole time. <laughs> I've had you fooled, but unfortunately this specific news article has made the uh, truth come out. We might, I wonder, you know, I've never tried this. Not that I could understand. Well, I don't know if, they, no, they don't write in English. I don't think, nah, who knows? I'm totally stupid about this stuff, but I wonder if we could test it out with uh, a proxy. Yeah, I don't know why we never have. Maybe we can. 
Let's do it right now. No. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm sure we probably could actually for some of the stuff. But although, you know, I don't know, they might be getting too smart for that. Because have you ever tried to watch Netflix from another country using VPNs and stuff? They seem to still catch you and they don't, they don't, I can't watch American Netflix even when yeah, I try to cheat. That's where money's involved. Where in this yeah. case, uh, oh, I don't know. It's not exactly a rampant issue. People checking Indian search. Well, I don't know. It will be now. <laughs> how, how many people, well, how many, what do we have? 300 million people listen to SEO 101. They're all going to be doing it now. It's true. True. Yeah. Oh, God. We're up there with Facebook. <laughs> oh, oh, past them. Oh, <laughs> um, they're old school, old news. Um, and of course, Google's shutting something down because it's the new year and there's always something to shut down. Um, this one is semi-sad it's not a big deal but uh i've been talking a lot so i'll let you take this one too yeah so uh i i find this really funny so in our last episode we talked about uh, content ideas coming to google search console um it was sort of a, i think it was beta or something it's not really a big thing yet but they're playing with the idea and, and we talked about how content ideas looked a lot and resembled google question hub well the very next day after recording that episode google <laughs> announced we're closing google question hub like oh okay awesome so as of january 15th question hub is done that's it and uh I, it must be their first their first closure of a of a property this year so there we go that's uh welcome to the new year we, we're going to close something here you go so we um, just need to mention that you know if you have any businesses or competitors or anything you want shut down just tell us who they are we'll mention on the show and they'll shut down next tomorrow yeah well exactly google will be on it they listen <laughs> and they do what we say we we've we've got control um us and our 300 million listeners um so <laughs> yeah so that's fun um so google does note though if you do have data in there you want to retain it you can use google takeout which i'll be honest i've never used and honestly did not even know it existed before today oh, really oh yeah it's uh, the yeah, problem I, with google takeout i've used it before is it, it is just csv so it's a comment yes. comment comma separated values list it is garbage <laughs> You need something to import that into to clean it up or manually format it. So yeah. it's marginally better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you it, use it extensively, I guess it's huge. It's to have something to export it from. But Exactly. So if you want to do that, you've got till March 6th, if you've got a bunch of data in there. Um, but what I think is interesting here is I think this is kind of a sign that, uh, uh, content ideas in Search Console may be more likely to be rolled out. Well, either it's more likely to be rolled out because Google doesn't want to duplicate it because it's basically the same thing, or they're going to kill both because I think it's going to be one of the two. They're both <laughs> dead or uh, content ideas will live on and we will see it come to Search Console maybe soon, maybe, maybe on January 15th. The All day right. that, the, I'm going to make that prediction right now in in which is basically now, if you're listening to this, it's already happened. So you know if I'm right or not. So there we go. That's my prediction. And just restate it again. That, that I predict that on January 15th, content ideas will be officially rolled out to Google Search Console for everybody. There you are. That's my prediction. It's established. Yeah. And the uh, word is out. I, I've never been wrong before about never, anything. So never. No, I've, I've asked Lindsay and she said the same thing. Good wife. <clears throat> Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm always right. Never wrong. Never. I, you know, it's really good she doesn't listen to the show. So, 
Although my kids did, I don't know if I told you this, my kids listened to it the other, we were sitting out in the backyard and they opened it up on Spotify and they started playing it and they were just laughing. Like <laughs> they just thought it was the funniest thing and they had no idea what I was talking about. They were so confused, but like, no, please don't play that. It was just, it was an awkward moment for me, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah. My, my daughter uh, made me feel pretty good the other day. She was saying that um, she was online with her friends and she says i was the only dad I, I was the only one with a daddy that had lots of online exposure like you were in search results i saw your picture i saw you Sweet. in newspapers and news i'm like it's cool <laughs> it is kind of cool we, we we i posted a review to a resort where we were at one time and there was a picture of my son and his buddy and they were going down a water slide and like years later uh, Jake, my, my son's friend is like, Oh, I'm famous. I'm on the internet. And he was like, so excited. Cause he found this picture in this Google review that I had posted. And I was like, no, Jake, you're not famous. I posted that. Like I did that. It's not a news story. You're not, you're not special. Well, you know, everybody's special, whatever, but it had anyways, it's like, yeah, it, everyone's on the internet now. Just some people more than others. Yeah. But so, uh, I actually just added this to the list here before we get into the last question here. So I uh, had an interesting discussion with a, a business yesterday. Um, it was a competing, well, competing company. I mean, there's lots of competing companies. It was another local SEO uh, business that does local SEO. And we were talking about a client that I'm potentially passing along to them. And I'm not actually speaking of them specifically because I think they had some really good points about their pricing. Uh, but it does, it, it brought up a thought I see a lot of people coming to me uh, are coming to step forth and asking for work because they've been turned away from local SEO companies that say, no, no, we won't work with you unless you are paying us $1,500 per location that you want marketed. Like if you've got multiple locations, uh, that's minimum. And I get that. If you've got a really big company and you need a lot of exposure for each of your locations, it is like having a separate website that needs to be marketed every month. It can be a ton of work. Um, Google My Business or Google Business Profiles, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> they are um, they seem simple on the surface, but there's a lot of work to be done to support them, to keep them maximized, etc. But the, what I was stressing yesterday was in this case, this company, which yes, has significant dollars. Unfortunately, they don't see the the wisdom in spending it on on SEO and, and local SEO, which is crazy, but it is what it is. I gave them a very low rate. I mean, really low rate to help them out with their local, loca their locations. In this case, it was more than 15 locations. And um, I think the whole thing came out to 2,500 a month, like really cheap. The reason I, that can happen, and, and I think this is important for others to understand, if you get turned away, talk to a company like ours who can, isn't all about absolutes. Because in this case, they had nothing. They hadn't done any marketing. They had, um, they didn't even have all their Google business profiles claimed. I mean, they hadn't done anything. Why not just get an expert to do some work for you and get your Get, get things out there, get things moving, put your, we, we get our, put our foot in the door, show you that we can do what we, we, we claim we can do for less risk and then build up over time. And I guess it's good for us that businesses, um, 
come to us because they've been turned away from these other companies. Unfortunately, not all of them know about us. So hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hello, all 30 million, whatever, 300 million people. Um, we, uh, yeah, I don't believe in absolutes. I believe there's a way to work your way up to these larger spends because it'll be obvious why you're spending it because you're making far more money than you're spending. Anyway, just a quick note, not so much a rant as it's just a shame to see businesses run this way. And and it must be frustrating for, for business owners who are looking for a company like ours, um, or any kind of SEO company, uh, when they're given absolutes like that. No, no, no. We, our minimum is this. And that's okay. At times that's okay. I actually respect companies that can do that. Some of them are specifically designed to only work with medium size and larger businesses. Yeah, they should have minimums. But if you're working with small, medium business like we do, you have to have some flexibility in my opinion, um, or at least we've chosen to. All right, let's get to this question. It's from Adam Marland on our Facebook group. He says, is there any reason why a blog post would go from the top spot to unranked nearly overnight? The rest of the website is fine. Nothing gray or black hat going on and the page is still readily available. Any advice or ideas would be appreciated. Unquote. So what's our first answer, Scott? It depends. It depends. <laughs> Take, <laughs> Take another shot. shot. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it always depends. There's a lot that could be going on there. Um, I just did a little, I, I, I'm very sensitive to you guys always hearing my voice. So Scott, why don't you start off with an idea here? Well, this is one that I probably would not have recommended, or not not recommended, but not have even thought to say. But because of uh, the story that we spoke about on the last episode, I think the episode before that about Connie and, and his issue with his homepage disappearing, a DMCA takedown notice, maybe. Um, I have no idea if this is the case here. Uh, I think Connie found out that that happened to him through Google Search Console. Uh, another reason, have a Google Search Console account set up because that's how you learn about stuff like this. Well, he also found uh, that there was a duplicate site out there. He also found, he found all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He also, yeah. that would be another one. Maybe someone's duplicated your content. Um, it would be unlikely that only having your site duplicated would result in your rankings disappearing and theirs taking over. But, you know, maybe they, the duplicate has a whole bunch of links or other authority that you don't have. Um, so that's another option. The MCA. Now this is a blog post. It's not the whole website. It's not the whole site. It's a, an in, it sounds like it's just an individual post. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't actually, I would also say right after the, it depends, I would say, how long have you waited? It could just be a blip. And two days from now, yeah. it's right back up and it's, heck, heck it's number one. Yeah. It just, I mean, I see that, how many times have we seen that kind of stuff? Weird All stuff the time. happens and it just fixes. All the time. It could be fixed by the time you listen to this. Um, if, it, if it hasn't, yeah, look for duplicate content out there. Um, I guess we should start though. Really, the first thing I would look at is your robots.txt and your robots meta tags on the page. Because sometimes things happen. You accidentally click a radio button on WordPress that says do not index this page. Um, yeah. or, or somebody's in there doing something and it, it happens accidentally sometimes. So make sure it's indexable and something didn't change in your settings. Good point. Yeah. I, I, I have a funny feeling, Adam, that it has popped right back and it's doing well again, or at least it's still, or it's, it's in the index. And that's the thing. Check Google search console for 
its existence? Is it even there? Um, you're more familiar with the back end there of Google Search Console, Scott. Where would he go for that? Yeah, if you go up, it, quite simply, I think it's on every page in Search Console to okay. inspect a URL. Right at the top, inspect URL, paste it in there, and make sure Google has it indexed. If they do, there you go. That's a good sign, at least. And if they don't, um, what should you do using Google Search Console? Panic, probably. Well, can't you just submit it? <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, you could you can resubmit for inclusion, but yeah. then if it isn't indexed, assuming it was before, it sounds like it definitely was before, uh, then you would definitely you know, submit for re-indexing and and check your messages in Search Console. Make sure there isn't something pointing. There might be a message already there that says we've removed this page because, well, not quite that simply, but you know there might be some some indicators as to what's going on. Also, um, also check for. Um interlinking, you know, is there any place that you could link to that page from that has a fair amount of traffic that shows its value if it is a valuable page? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure your links are good. Make sure you, any links that were pointing there before haven't been removed. Uh, I would also like, I, of course I haven't seen the page, which makes it, it yeah. makes it tough, but, um, I'm going to assume that it's not a page loaded with spam and maybe it hasn't been removed because it's terrible. Uh, you know, it, it probably isn't, but if you're full of spam and you've got all kinds of bad links and you're just like, it's just, it shouldn't rank if it legitimately shouldn't rank and you've just been lucky up until now, maybe it was removed with a good reason. Um, I hope that's not the case. I'm not saying it is. It could be though. I don't know. I can't see the page. I'm still stuck on if you're full of spam. If you're full of spam. That's what if you, if I, you've I, been to the I'm, Dollarama I'm, and you're eating yeah. canned lunch meat every day, that is, <laughs> that's probably the problem. Feel like I'm back in Hawaii again. It's a staple diet there. Oh, I've never uh, liked the stuff. No, yeah, uh, the the meat or the uh, marketing technique. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this has been a really good kickoff to the new year, and I really appreciate all you guys listening. Please do leave reviews for us on uh, iTunes or wherever you do listen to us. We really appreciate it. It gets the word out, and but you know how much fun we have doing this and. Love your feedback. We also love your questions. So if you have any have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group. You can easily search for it, uh, find it by searching SEO 101 podcast on Facebook. And uh, yeah, it's a quick thing you have to fill out to get in and it's open. Like just post questions and we will answer them on the show. It's fun. It's yep. a lot of fun and when I you get that feedback. And, and if we do answer them on the show, I tend to go in and leave a comment on your question saying, hey, listen to episode number whatever, just so you get the heads up in case you miss one. And I mean, I don't know why you'd ever miss one, but you know, maybe you were sick. Hey, and think you of know. the value. <laughs> you know, we're 150 to 200 bucks an hour, which is actually very cheap for uh, Q&A and stuff like that if you ever have questions. But you get it free if you leave it on the Facebook group. There you go. L limited time offer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have a great week, everyone. And remember to tune into future episodes, which air twice a month on WMR.fm. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great year. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.